Hey there, welcome back to Medical Mystery, the podcast. This week I get to interview Nick from Chronic to Wear, and I just had a great time. He's wonderful, and uh, I think you'll really enjoy it. So here we go. Thank you so much for having me on. So for me, I see Lyme disease as an opportunity to become the best version of myself. So yeah. I was born and raised on sports, athletics. The world could not have given me a bigger challenge or obstacle to get over. But the bigger the obstacle, the bigger the challenge, the bigger the reward. So for a male raised on sports, outdoor activities, to lay in bed for two years, and you couldn't have given me a bigger challenge. I was in bed 23 and a half hours a day for two years. And I got three hours of help a day from my caregivers. So I was basically in solitary confinement for two years, but I was incubating. I was working on my mental and spiritual self. And so, like I said, so my mom was schizophrenic when I was 14. She was the matriarch of my family and that, that threw me into a really bad downward spiral. I was addicted to drugs and alcohol, being really self-destructive, getting fights. I mean, Lyme disease stopped me in my tracks. It forced me to no longer run from my problems. And I did some deep self-cultivation, emotional inventory, spiritual inventory, and I solved my demons with my mom. I still got a lot of trauma to deal with, with this Lyme stuff, laying in bed for two years, but I got to get physically stronger when I can deal with that. And I just, I believe everything happens for reasons, minus atrocities. And this forced me to go deep inside myself. And like I was saying, if you gave me an option, say, hey, you can have a perfectly well body, but an unwell spirit in mind, or take my body with a strong spirit in mind and have to work through a lot of pain and suffering to get my body back, I'll take my current path any day of the week. Everything starts up here. Without a strong mind, we have nothing. And that's like sometimes people, they want to feel sorry for me or give me sympathy. I appreciate that, but ultimately, I don't need anyone to feel sorry for me. I'm spiritually, mentally stronger than the majority of people in this world. And ultimately, that's what we are. We're all going to be on a deathbed eventually. For me, I got to be at a deathbed in my 30s, and I got to apply that perspective and gratitude to life. When I first was bedridden, we didn't know if I was going to make it. I mean, I always knew in my heart I was going to make it. So I have Lyme disease, Borrelia, I have Bartonella, and I have Babesia. Those were really bad, but it, I got mold toxicity from a bad apartment, and that almost killed me. My body couldn't fight that off. Wow. Yeah, so I was I moved down from Portland, Oregon to Eugene, Oregon. I went from forearm crutches and driving to basically being completely bedridden within three months. It was black mold. It was almost killing me. Jeez Louise. Yeah. It was pretty brutal. You know, like I said, I didn't want to install the TV. The only way I can fight is with my mind. All day, every day, podcasts and books and just kept on taking information to apply it to my life and my purpose outside of Lyme disease, which is my small business. And I, that's one thing that I want to really reiterate to a lot of people fighting chronic illness and Lyme disease. You have to hold on to a purpose outside the disease. And I don't, I don't care what it is. It doesn't have to be a business. It doesn't have to be monumental like macaroni sculpture, I don't care, finger painting, something like a long-term project that you can continually take your brain back to because those rats, those negative thoughts will always come. They will always come and you got to have something to break them up. So for me, what was me? I haven't used a shower. I haven't used a regular bathroom and I'm talking years. I mean, the stuff I endure, like I can focus on that or it's like, when I'm frustrated, okay, what do I need to do to make my business right? Every day I set my intent to be joyful, to live with purpose, live with passion, write down three or four things I need to accomplish for my business. And like I said, it doesn't have to be a business, but it's, it's all about the mental game. Like constantly pull yourself back to positive water because we all have those rats racing, but when you get chronic illness, you lose a lot of 
for me, I used to be a very highly confident person. I didn't, I didn't even know what anxiety was, you know, wow. but you buy into in bed for two years, you got to lie. You got to rely heavily on those mental games, constantly pull yourself back to positive waters. What do I need to do? What do I need to do to accomplish this? Instead of just drowning in the, the despair of your disease, and you got to get out of that space. One of my favorite quotes is be, be addicted to your passions, not your distractions. I'm addicted to my passions. I just want to say I admire your strength and just please not try to be so hard on yourself. You're also apologizing and don't apologize to people. To owe an apology to me, you got to do something extreme to me. You know what I'm saying? I, I, just don't want, I just don't want you to be so hard on yourself. I'm hard on myself too. But every little thing, try not to apologize to people because you didn't do anything wrong. Yeah, that's definitely something I need to work on. I don't know. I have a lot of things I need to work on. That's I don't know if that's number one right now. We all do. If we're not working, learning, and growing until the day we die, what's the point, right? I think, like I said, it goes back to the biggest opportunity is and challenges to become the best version of ourselves. Mm -hmm. And no one wants their health to be taken away when they're young. It's one of the best opportunities to become very strong spiritually and emotionally. And a lot of people don't, they don't want to put in that work. I didn't want to put in that work when I was younger because it is, it's work. Spiritual, emotional growth is work. And I believe with chronic illness, you can either develop a strong spirit and soul or you can give up. There's really no in between. You know, I think going back in history, if you want to talk about like shamans and mystics and all that stuff back in history, those were all people who got diseases and didn't die, especially back in the day because humans were very, we were very physical and everyone relied highly on their physical skills. And so when people got sick and were forced to use their mental and their spirit, those were the people that they called shamans and they called mystics. The normal people, but they weren't in tune with themselves. No, they were out dragging logs around and doing whatever. And these people were forced to go on to a higher consciousness level. I believe that's what disease does to people. One of my favorite books, if you're ever into audiobooks, the, the Book of Joy by the Archbishop Tutu and the Dalai Lama. Basically, you know, the opposite of suffering is joy. And the more we suffer, it increases our capacity for joy. I, I had a serious issue. This disease turned me into an empath too. And I get to the point where if my emotions got evoked, I'd have like legs spasms and convulsions so most normal people they get a 60 second pit in their stomach me i'd go into a full-on convulsion fit like that's hard when you're not in a very compassionate world when people can yank you around by your emotions yeah. and so that's one thing i've become very cognizant on i've always been a fiery emotional person but this has just made me even more cognizant and luckily for me i have a very good business partner because business there is no room for emotions in business you know what I'm yeah. saying? And luckily for me i have a good business partner who's healthy and I can run stuff by him, sleep on it, and then not usually act on my impulses of emotion. So, um, more about your business. So, my business is Chronic to Wear. It's just like a, we do unique, original cartoon characters. For me, our entire mission is to create a moment of joy and humor to stop suffering. And I actually drew the characters originally when my mom was locked up in a mental hospital. So, basically, the, the whole purpose of these characters is just joy and humor. It's the opposite of suffering. Like I said, I drew them when my mom was locked up in a mental hospital. I didn't really know it at the time, but I was channeling all that negativity into the positivity of these cartoons. And then I did really good. And then I got robbed in like 2004 and I stopped. And then Lyme disease took me out. And then and it allowed me to basically revisit my dreams of building chronic to wear. And we've, we've come a long way. We're doing stuff with Snoop Dogg's manager, got our stuff in Vegas. And to me, it's all about creating joy and humor to get people out of whatever they're suffering. Yeah. 
that. It's such a pure reason behind the business. It doesn't seem to me like there's any greed or I don't know, like even like some influencers right off the bat, they're like trying to get every little penny. You know what I mean? Yeah, but... no, um, I don't. I actually don't like money at all. Honestly, that, that's one of the last, not the last step, but that's one of my maturation steps. I was raised in a hippie family. My father, we lost our home because my mom's mental illness. He worked his ass off his entire life. So I always had a kind of aversion to money to the point where the credit cards, I would, they'd come knocking at my door to get me to pay. And so now I'm trying, I'm trying to be a little bit more realistic. I'm not greedy by any means. To me, the most successful person in the room is the person who can help the most people, but you cannot help people if you're chilling in your mom's basement. And so I'm trying to get past that last hurdle. Like I said, we're trying to be a little bit more business oriented because I want to help the world and I cannot help the world without money in my pocket. And like I said, that's been a, that was a kind of a hard realization for me to come to. Because like I said, money's not my, my driving force. My driving force is my passion. My passion is I don't want anyone to ever go through what I had to go through two years of laying in bed. I don't want people to go through that. And that's the thing. Sometimes people with Lyme disease and other illnesses, they think other people don't have any. Every person in this world is going through something. Every single person. And all I care about is getting them out of that suffering, even if it's momentarily putting a smile on their face. For that little moment, they are not in the pain. Yeah. Personally, when I saw your t-shirts, I did a little giggle. And now every time I see your brand name on my Instagram, it's just funny. It's not funny, but like... <laughs> to me, that's worth more than money. And I, I call it the chronic to wear effect. A lot of times, especially with Blunted, Blunted's our best seller. So people look at that glazed over a little bit and then they'll just light up. And that's what it's all about is that moment where they light up and they're not worried about their problems. And, and ultimately, that's the way to happiness and joy is not through focusing completely on yourself. Happiness and joy comes from generosity perspective. Like I said, to me, the most successful person is the person who can help the most other people. And they're gonna they're gonna have the biggest, longest lasting legacy. They're gonna if you wanna see someone's legacy, go to their funeral. How many people are gonna show up? The people that you affected, those are the people that you touched in their life. I don't give a shit about money, any of that stuff. I wanna get myself out of my situation, I wanna help other people out. My end goal is a nonprofit organization. So I'm gonna build up chronic wear and then basically I'm gonna go help the world. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you so much for having me on i think you're very inspirational and if just to talk to me and give me advice i'd love to talk again let's do it again you're a badass you got this we all got this we all got our ups we all got our downs we're a tribe and let's love each other and spread positivity and joy let's show the world what line people can do i don't know about you i'm feeling 22 just kidding i had a great time speaking with nick and I hope you enjoyed our conversation. Um, I think we're definitely going to have another conversation um, at some point. So don't you worry, your pretty little mind. I, yeah, just make sure you follow me on social media at MedMistPod. Um, and I'll see you here next week.